Hi, my name is Brandon Helmer. I'm a third grade teacher, the tallest third grader at uh, Grand Rapids Christian Elementary School. And if I might be honest with you, uh, right now, uh, I am not feeling 100%, um, so we're going to just do the best we can. I'm just kind of sitting up in the speaker's lounge upstairs, and the room started spinning, so here we go. Um, it is what it is. I've got no kids here at CEA, so we're, I'll just sleep a lot after we're done. Um, so, today's theme, creativity begins, uh, or comes with limitations. Uh, for, for me, this whole process of writing and self-publishing a book um, just seemed like a theme. I, and I realized that some of those limitations are the reason why people just never do it. I don't have the time, or it's too complicated, or whatever, but I found that those limitations are actually, uh, were actually something that kind of pushed me through the process. Um, so, plans for today. Uh, I'm going to share a little bit about my first book uh, that, I, that I published uh, last year called Dot and Box. Um, then I'm going to talk to you about the steps of going from ideas that were kind of swimming around in my brain to actually having a published book, book that's for sale on, on Amazon. Um, then I want you to think about the stories you might write. Um, I'd say this is not so much geared towards teachers who are looking for um, a way for their class to publish a book or something like that. There's a bunch of platforms. This is more like if you want to write your own book. Um, so how do you go from just ideas to a book itself? And then answer any questions about specific things like uh, how I chose, what platforms I did, and all that. I'm open to doing that as well. So what I'm going to do is, real quick, I'm going to just show you the first book. Uh, it's called Dot and Box. Very simple characters, uh, uh, and, you'll, and you'll learn more about um, why. And so I'm going to just go through and read, read my first book, which um, looks like this. You can see and you'll see the multiple drafts that I have as well. So a paperback book. Written and illustrated by me and then for my daughters. Hope you enjoy Molly Grace and Eleanor Ray. Dot and Box are the best of friends. Oh wow, this is loving funny. Alright. They met as just little shapes and went to school together. Though they grew up in different neighborhoods, Dot and Box are as close as can be. Oh, wow, that's fascinating. Uh, when they are apart, you're starting to see like what used to be there when it's loading, but it is what it is. Uh, when they are apart, they count the time until they can be together again. When they are together, it's hard to get them apart. Some shapes think it's odd that that and box are friends because most shapes stay with others that look just like them. To them, shapes that are the same fit better. They think it's easier that way. But not dot and box. They enjoy each other, and that's enough for them. They know that having friends who are different from them allows them to explore in new ways. They know that having friends who are different from them makes life more interesting. They know that having friends who are different from them helps them try new things they may not have tried on their own. It helps them see each new shape as someone who could be their next great friend. While they may not always agree on everything, and while sometimes things are just hard, Dot and Box know that how they treat others is more important than how they look, and that through good times and not so good times. Box is a great shape to have in your corner, and Dot is the best friend to have around. The end. Okay. So that is, um, that is Dot and Box. And uh, the tagline that's on the back of the book is Friends Come in All Shapes. Okay, so this was... Um, this is the story that I published. Actually, it was last. I kind of released the book last uh, summer. Um, so uh, I not only did that, I released the book. I had some friends of mine. I, I work at a school where we have a Spanish merchant. They said, you should write this book in Spanish. And it's great. I can't. 
And so, I, but I have a, a wife who's a Spanish teacher, a former Spanish teacher, and um, I had some friends at school to help me out. And so we actually made a Spanish version of the book called Punto Hicaja. It was a lot of fun, and I sold almost none of them. So, uh, <laughs> you'll see, you'll learn from some of my mistakes along the way. It was, it was really fun, but even like the Spanish immersion teachers were buying the English one. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. So, um, so how did I go from an idea to a book? Well, I want to show you um, a couple things. There's different ways to publish, right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very honest in saying I am self-publishing, right? This is, I'm not working with a... Um, a publishing house, I'm not working with an agent or anything like that, I'm not in that deep. This is more just a, a wish, a, a bucket list thing that I've always wanted to do, create my own picture book, and so there are ways that you can do it through a publisher, by self-publishing, or just making your own book at home, and you're going to see that my first version of Dot and Box was actually a Shutterfly book. Um, so, where did I get my inspiration? Well, um, I've always loved stories with just these kind of fun, kind of classic friendships. Um, specifically friendships between two characters that are just very different from each other, I guess. These two are almost indistinguishable from each other, but you get the idea. Um, I don't know, I've always found myself drawn to stories uh, like this. And so, some brainstorming. Um, there are certain, the idea behind this has been going through my mind for some time. Actually, the first thoughts that I wrote down were actually from about four years ago. Um, and so um, much of the uh, ideas that I had came to me th during the time in the week where I was able to sit and do nothing for about an hour. Church. Church. Uh, so this is a bulletin, the back of a bulletin. My wife is very patient with me. Um, and I just started thinking uh, about um, these characters. They kept on coming out, and all. And then what I started to do is I took these thoughts home, and I, and I looked, went online, and I found, what are all of these phrases? Uh, turn a corner, square meal, square peg in a round hole. I was just looking for all of these different phrases. How can I build something off of this? Right? And so that's what kind of the first ideas look like. All right? So then I made a first draft, um, and, and I made it on um, uh, Google Slides. So I thought, well, let's, let's, uh, let's try this out. So part of the reason why a box and a dot, I can't draw that well. Uh, the biggest limitation for me in creating a book like this was that was the illustration piece. I, I, I can draw, but not in a way that anyone would want to look at or purchase. Um, and so I thought, okay, what's, what can I do here? And I thought, what if I just had very, very simple characters? Uh, and so that's where Dot and Box uh, came from. So this is my first draft. Uh, dot and Box are the best of friends. They love spending time together. You'll see certain elements showing up in the, in the book itself. They do many fun things together. They play hide and go seek. They like to stand on their tippy toes to see who is taller. This is me just kind of playing on my computer, right? One time they even flew as a hot air balloon, right? Um, they like playing golf. Just trying to yeah, play with the different pieces and parts of this. They lie in their backs and count the stars. Um, they like to go swimming, right? So um, just trying to think, what can I do with these two, right? Um, it's a good start, but the pictures were super boring, right? Uh, there's just nothing high going on here. Uh, story had no point, and I didn't know how to publish. And so these ideas, I kind of put them down, and I thought, I'm not going anywhere with this. And so more than a year passed. I left it behind. I started in a new school, a new job, and a new grade, and this just had to wait. This just had to wait. Um, and so I, I ended up taking those ideas um, and sharing some with some, some people. So um, this is Aaron Zenes. Does anybody know who Aaron Zenes is, as you recognize him? He's a local author in, um, in uh, Grand Rapids, and um, he um, uh, had come to our school as a visiting author. He's talking to kids, and he's sharing about, I mean, just a, he, uh, our, he's the Art Prize monster guy, if you saw him at Art Prize, right? He came to our school, and, he, and we had this author visit, and he came to our school, and he said, you kids can be authors, and all of a sudden, I think all kind of thinking, he's talking to me. Uh, I just felt like these, I had this idea, and I hadn't gone, and it, literally, that author visit was like, all right, I'm doing this. I'm doing this, which is really funny because I'm sure that's not why he was coming to school that day. So Aaron says, there he is. Um, I ended up making, so my first, I, so I ended up uh, making a book, I, um, and I made a Shutterfly book. Now a Shutterfly book, have any of you made a Shutterfly photo book before? You can, so I made, this is my first book right here, which was misprinted, and Shutterfly is awesome, so I made a few corrections, and this is the second book for free. Um, and so I made a Shutterfly book, that was the first one, and, and so I thought, at least I'm going to just 
make one. Even if it's just for my kids, right? And that's what it was, and it's why the first cup, the first version has a picture of my daughters on the back. Um, and, and so I gave this, and one of my daughters brought it to school for show and tell. And uh, one of the librarians that we had at school, Mrs. Knott, she got her hands on it. She found me. She's like, you gotta publish this thing. You gotta, you gotta take this to the next step. Okay, what does that look like? She's like, I don't care, just do, do what you gotta do. So she was a real encouraging presence for me. So, um, so I did that, and, and then I also shared with my dad. Uh, my dad's my editor, um, uh, because he's not afraid to be brutally honest, and he works for free. Um, and so uh, he, uh, he was a real encouraging presence. Uh, my dad's always been a very creative person, and really good with words. Um, and so uh, he was a very encouraging presence for me. And then I had this moment one day, an aha moment that really um, helped me move um, into kind of making, making a book uh, like this. I was reading this book, Nuffelbun, right? And um, I noticed that in the illustrations, they were black and white in the background, and the characters were color in the front. And I thought, I can use royalty-free images for this. Right? I can find royalty-free images, and then I can just make these simple characters, which actually is a very, very much a limitation. Um, limitation being they have no limbs, no expression, right? So a lot of it has to be told. So, so I thought, I'm going to just keep these characters really simple, but that was also helpful in the wordplay and all those sorts of things. And so that's what I did. I started thinking about, okay, how can I do this? Where can I get these images from? What's the limitation? It's the illustration. So if I use these simple characters, royalty-free images, we'll see how we go from here. So I started drafting again, and I started working through the words uh, with, uh, with my dad. And so these are all the words in the entire book, right? Not too, not too, too, uh, too hard. And just kind of um, taking it bit by bit and talking my way through it. And then I made it essentially the Google, a Google slideshow, <laughs> which was mistake number one, because then when I actually wanted to publish it, I had to redo the whole thing in a different format. Microsoft Word, they don't convert well. Uh, and so I'll tell you some of those mistakes that I made. But uh, So you can see, this is I mean, very similar to what you saw. There's some differences here. Uh, but I thought I got to just get my ideas down, find some of those images um, online. And so editing, I pulled in people who love me enough to tell me the truth. Uh, you're, uh, yes, and you have to be willing to be open to that, and it's, it's good. It's good. Um, and so, again, I went to these people. My dad, my wife, and my kids, they're brutally honest with me. And then I also spent some time working with my third graders on the book. Hey, what do you guys think about this going back and forth? They were a little old for the book, uh, but they still had really good insights. And it was really fun for them to catch some of the wordplay uh, and things like that. And so um, I ended up making this kind of this final printing here once everything was, was just right. And I have tons of versions of it. Go back here. So... Just for this, so, and I'll talk more about the platform that I used, but just for this version alone, I had my two, my two original, um, sorry, I ran upstairs a little too late to grab these, my two original books, and then I also remember I was working on Punto Icaja and all this kind of thing, multiple versions there, and it was interesting, uploading one and they print it, and the whole thing was crooked, and so we had to print it again, and that kind of thing, going back and forth on that, that's so funny, it's like school, losing my remote. Um, and so um, we went through it, and then finally, here it is, right? It's, uh, it was available on, on Amazon. I used their publishing platform, which is called KDP, or Kindle Direct Publishing, and we'll talk more about what that looks like, but it was just available online. And so I ended up um, saying, you know, publishing it online. I ordered a copy, and it like, came in the mail two days later, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And so then I shared it with people. I went online and said, hey, I got this book. I wrote it. And actually, I did probably a no-no that I'll do again, and I just read the book online. It's apparently, if you're trying to sell books, you're only supposed to read the first half. It's like, my relatives will buy it. Um, so, uh, so I did that. I went, that's actually me at Camp Roger. I was working at Camp Roger at the time, and so I snuck off and took a quick video. And um, the response was, was way more than I thought it was going to be. This is a picture of Dot Box at Grand Rapids Public Library. Somebody sent me a picture of that. It's like, what? Well, somebody requested that, that, that they buy it, and now it's available at Grand Rapids Public Library. It's like, oh, that's so cool, right? And so that's not anything I did. And somebody just said, hey, look what I found. Doctor's office. I had a friend who went to the doctor's office. I read your book. Where? At the doctor's office. What? Like, I don't know, just really fun. Um, so here's what happened. Uh, we had Art Prize, and we went down there, and um, I, so we had gone uh, with my daughters to go and buy um, Aaron Zenz's newest book. 
And I brought him a copy of the book because he was kind of the inspiration. And I said, hey, this is for you. And then he said the coolest thing ever. He said, can you sign my book? And I was like, that's awesome. So I did. Uh, and we have this is kind of a fun picture that I, I like a little too much. Um, and so just really fun, uh, really fun. So the response, as I said, was great. Um, uh, we, we watched kind of things uh, take a life of their own. Um, I had um, my school very graciously had me come as a visiting author, uh, which I find that when you charge nothing to visit, schools are really interested in you coming as a, as a, as a, long, um, as a visiting author. So I, I, this is me and third graders, and I just talked about the process of writing. In fact, a lot of the slides that you see here are ones I shared with the kids as well. Um, and so I got to do that. Um, a middle school in um, northern Northern Illinois started their like morning meeting with dot and box. I was like, what? So they sent me this picture, which I thought was just, and I realized it was a friend of a friend that found the book and really enjoyed it. Um, this is a bulletin board that a kindergarten classroom made. Um, friends come in all shapes, and so they just did their own little shapes and little characters and things like that. Um, and then I encouraged the kids to write their own stories, and so I had some kindergartners, right? Uh, that, you know, a kindergarten teacher sent, sent them along, and they wrote. They had to write dot and box because it was nice and big on the book. And then they came, so they go to the playground, which is just so great. Because that's one thing I said to the kids. I said, "Can you draw a square? Can you draw a circle? Great, you can write dot and box. Like that's all it takes, right?" Uh, this one's uh, carving a pumpkin <laughs> uh, in a, just in a playhouse. Um, playing basketball. I just thought that was really great. Um, and so, to me, it was just, uh, I have a lot of loving friends and family that, that took it and, and kind of ran with it, which was great. Um, and so, for me, part of the, part of the time I want to I talk about is, um, really, for me, the hardest part was starting. Uh, you know, I, I did it and then I kind of left it alone. And it just took people along the way to kind of encourage and say, no, you can do this. No, keep, uh, keep doing it. My, my, my dad, my, my wife, colleagues. Um, and so, you know, for me, really, truly, the first ideas actually started with just um, paper folded in half. I had uh, um, 30 or 16 pages that I folded in half. The picture book has to be 32 pages or 16 pages or 64 things I learned over my time. And I folded it in half, um, and I had that first draft, and then we realized that uh, it was recycled. Uh, so no longer have it, but that's okay. Um, but I started there, just getting the ideas out. In fact, I um, uh, you can even buy just blank um, picture books, like blank books that are white on the front, glossy, and then kind of matte um, paper on the inside, and just having something to kind of get your ideas out. Now, obviously, depending on what type of book you're, you're looking at, I just happen to be working in a, a paperback that's kind of an 8 by 8 That's going to uh, uh, adjust that. But just getting your ideas out, I found, found was so helpful. Um, I did, like I said, a Google slideshow, which I ended up just printing um, and trying to make into a book, and it didn't work. It worked about as well as you think it would have. Um, and then this is an example I just found online, somebody making their own Shutterfly picture book, right, with their own illustrations and that kind of thing. Um, and so the idea is, I think, I think the hardest thing for me was just starting, and I think you can start really small. I think you can start small, and I think this is one way, uh, one way that you can do it. So I want to get a little bit into kind of the nitty-gritty of, um, you know, how I decided to use what platform and... Because uh, there's a million options out there, which just that alone can kind of be paralyzing, right, when you're writing or thinking about writing a book. So um, once you've got something that is, you know, you started small, I found it was so helpful to share that with um, others. Um, in fact, one of my biggest fans just walked in the room. Right. Um, <laughs> Andrew yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, uh, I think he had, I think he had a, a copy before I released it. Um, so, uh, and so thinking about, like, am I just making something for myself? Then you don't, then you just make for yourself something you can enjoy at uh, at home or with friends, right? Um, you have to make some decisions. Is this going to be a paperback? Is this going to be a hardcover? Is this what size? What format? Now I realize some of these things. Um, you're thinking, oh man, this is way ahead of where I need to be, but it will help you decide what format you're going to use. So I would love to do, for example, a hardcover book. In fact, some people said, oh, we'd love to buy your Shutterfly book. Well, this is 25 bucks on Shutterfly. That's quite an investment for 
even, even the closest of friends. Um, and so I ended up going with a paper, paper bag because I just brought that price down for some publishing place. He sure, we'll make yours a hardcover copy of your book. You need to buy 500 copies of it. And then you have to sell 500 copies, right? So, um, so some of these things can help guide which way you might go with it. Now, I'll tell you, I ended up using, like I said, Kindle Direct Publishing, which is essentially Amazon's publishing platform. Uh, it's very simple to use. It gets better and better every year. It used to be called CreateSpace when I started. Um, there's no upfront cost. So um, they give you all the support you could possibly want in creating and uploading a book and the printing and all of this kind of thing. And then they just get you when you sell the book. Uh, you basically split the profits on the book, if that makes sense. So we'll, we'll talk more about that. But what's great about it is most people know how to use Amazon. Uh, they handle all the logistics of delivering and printing. Uh, the quality I found to be very, very good. And Amazon kind of knows what they're doing. Uh, and so um, one thing I've said I, I, that was so helpful for me through this process, too, is they have fantastic customer service uh, where you could call and say, hey, this is the issue I've had, I have, and you talk with somebody within 30 seconds who speaks English, who knows the content, who looks through the file with you. Um, you can call them the next day, the same person to talk to. I mean, it's, it's really uh, quite amazing. So tons of support on the front end. So that's why I ended up going with that, because I was happy with that. Uh, um, the um, soft cover, soft cover book. Um, so there's some downsides to this for sure. Every, in fact, every platform I find is going to have its own downsides. Um, my my book is kind of an Amazon exclusive. I can't sell it anywhere else. That's kind of part of the the, the balance that they strike. I can only get it in soft cover. Now, part of the reason they do that is because they get an order, they print and ship it in two days, which you can do with software, you can't do with hardcover. Um, it's based on Microsoft Word. Now, some of you in this room might be like, yes, not so much for me. Uh, that was a real, now that's the one thing that's crazy. I built this entire book and my next book in Microsoft Word, which is creativity begins with limitations, right? And that's only because I'm so cheap. I will. I just refuse to pay for the software that's, what, $40 a month or something like that. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Um, and so, and also what I found is, like, when you upload a book, when you upload a proof, it takes a couple of days, and then they say, okay, it's ready. You can order a copy. Those copies don't come prime. Two days later, they come a couple of days later. You open the book, and you're like, great. Oh, it says reading instead of ready. Okay, uh, you know, go on. And so I found that took that that process took a while, um, and so which is great. Um, but I did find them to be very helpful. I just know that with each book, even even recently with my my newest book, I was all done until my dad wrote the book. And he said, "Are you sure you want to say that? Don't you want to say this?" I looked at him and it's like, "Yes, I do." And so two weeks later, I had my finished book again. Right, uh, so there's a little bit of a delay there, but for me, I found that um, um, this is something I can work on just a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there. Like tonight, when I'm in a hotel room with no children around, I'm gonna get some things done. I've got some ideas, some things I want to work on. I've got some time to work on it. So um, I found it to be to be good, but there are downsides, and that's true. Any platform, the platforms that have the most, um, you know, most support, the most options, are also often the most expensive. Um, so this is the math. I just wanted to show you this. So um, if you sell through Amazon, it is. And by the way, I'll give. I'll have a link to this whole slideshow if you're interested into it afterwards. That's uh, that you can write down really quick. Thirty-five percent of the book. About these are rough numbers. Um, that's what it costs for them to make the book and deliver it. It's only thirty-five percent, right? Amazon takes thirty-five percent. What's left for the author? Thirty. Now that's actually far more than regular authors, but they also sell more books, so it's, it is what it is. Um, you'll find out very quickly. This is not something you do if you're if you're looking to start a new career at this point. But um, uh, and then, however, if you're willing to purchase them yourself. Like, I just recently, my newest book, I just bought 100 copies of it, just based on what I, um, we're going to do a book release party at school, and we're going to do um, a book signing event, which should be uh, quite fun. Um, the, um, if you buy it yourself, they only charge you the cost of printing, and then you get 65%, which is great, but you also have to, like, get the books where they need to go and collect money and all that kind of thing, whereas when Amazon do it, they just, they just send you money once a month for the books that you sell. Is right. it still, they still have rights to the book? Uh, when, uh, they, when you 
do it the second way? Uh, yes. So, yeah, so, yes, yeah. So, and I, I end up doing both. It's really funny. It's like, uh, hey, I'd be interested in your book. Can you give me a signed copy? Well, if you're my aunt that lives two hours away, I say, oh, man, you should buy a copy on Amazon. Here's the link. Next time I see you, you bring that book over. I'll sign it for you. If you work in my school, I'll say, hey, you can have one of these, right? So um, uh, we actually did it as a kind of a fundraiser for uh, our, our library at school, too. And so um, I was able to sell more doing that than took less or whatever. But that's kind of how it works out. So one thing I want to say is this is not something that um, is funding trips to Hawaii or, um, or uh, you know, um, uh, in addition to our house or anything like that. But I will say that last year my wife and I were looking at Christian Ed and what I make just on my income because my wife is home and thinking, ooh, there's a gap there. This filled the gap. Right? It filled the gap. And so it, it, to me it was just it was just an awesome, um, uh, I don't know, it was just awesome. We'll sleep at that. Um, so, uh, um, mistakes to avoid. Here we go. Okay? Creating books that are in the wrong format, right? So I made this whole book multiple times, like Shutterfly, okay? I then made it in Google, uh, Google Docs, okay? And then I made it in, well, if I would have just started with Microsoft Word in the beginning, and KDP actually has templates, okay? What size book do you want, okay? Take it, grab that, this is your template, fill it up, and then you just... Upload it. It's really easy. It works perfectly. But you got to know where to start there. So whatever platform you're working with, um, if you're thinking about going to the point where you're going to publish, you just need to know what format you're supposed to be working with. And they're all very open about that. Um, if they're very, let's see, how do I want to say this? If they'll just take any PDF, usually the quality of the book on the other side isn't as great, grainy or, or whatever. So uh, they're very specific, but I find that um, that uh, is for good reason. Um, I also released my book at the wrong time of year. I did it in the summer when I had time. But then I thought, why wouldn't I release it when I'm like with my students, right? Um, so I had the book actually wrapped up at the end of July, my next book. And I thought, I'm going to do, when I get that final draft, I'm going to bring it in and we're going to do an unboxing in my classroom. They're going to see the final draft for the first time too. And we're going to talk about the writing process along the way. And, um, and I thought, you know, it actually would be good to release the book right before Christmas. And, you know, I don't know, things you think about. Uh, but I just realized that really quickly I was just basing all of my, um, it was just all based on what people saw on Facebook and things like that. And I just bumped into people more during the school year, which is great. Um, I think um, if you, uh, I am working as an island here. Um, this is, it really is a collaborative process. I realize more and more that the best parts of what I've done um, are those places where I just invited people to kind of critique what I did. Now, honestly, when I read through the first version of Dot and Box, and I think about the book that I have now, I think it is far better than the first book. In fact, I really tempted to go back and just kind of rework it. My wife is like, no, no, absolutely not. So um, I, I just found that that I was way more, I had a lot more people come in and help me through that process. In the in the second part or the se in the second book, and I found that there, it was it was very fruitful, and I think um, yeah, just kind of getting to understand what type of book you're going to do takes takes relaying it back and forth with another person, um, and I think I, last thing here it says uh, uh, sometimes you know it's just not a good time. I'm kind of busy. Um, that kept me from doing it for quite some time, and I, and I look back and I think, oh man, that was so silly because I could take it in little bits here and there, um, and I think that is the reason. Letting the limit, oh, I don't know what publishing, ah, I'm just not going to do it, or oh, this isn't a great time, ah, I'm not going to do it. And I really think there's some great um, stories out there uh, to be told. Um, so now it's your turn. Uh, think about those things you're excited about. What story do you wish existed? Um, I would encourage you to find that friend, that family member, that teacher to encourage you uh, and start uh, writing. So um, this is something I learned, which I'm still not quite comfortable with. People come up, hey, you're, a, you're an author, right? Uh, my wife is like, you just say yes, say yes. Okay, yeah, I am. A, I've learned that the only difference between an author and a non-author is a finished book. That's it. The only difference, right? Um, and, and here I am as a teacher during my writer's workshop saying, all right, authors, you know, let's get writing. And I think, you know what? Actually, it's, it's true. It's true. Um, and so in some ways, it's just one book. Um, what are you waiting for? Um, 
remembering that creativity begins with limitations. Um, and there are always going to be limitations. And sometimes those limitations, like, I can't draw well, become, and also they have simple characters. Oh, and all those simple characters are shapes. Wordplay, can I do with that? I, I just think that fuels a lot of those creative juices when you do have those limitations. In fact, one of the limitations I set on myself early in the book is they'll have no gender. Well, if you notice that and that, they're not boys, girls. I wanted very specifically to just leave them genderless. Why? I actually use it as a way to just try and be creative with my, my wording. Um, I found that in my next book where there's four characters, it was, it was too hard trying to get them to talk, you know, talk to each other, and I, I just speaking in third person all the time. But creating those limitations, that to me, is a source of, of inspiration, which may sound insane, but I find that, um, oh, it's like, uh, I, I like to, um, my, I should say this, my mother was a gems craft leader for my entire childhood, right? And um, I remember through my entire childhood doing, um, doing the boy version of the craft. We're going to do a light switch plate, but you can put a sailboat on it or something like that. We had, you know. And I remember those times when I was most creative was when we didn't have a certain color. What do you do to make, make a new color? And I find that when I'll go to, uh, with my girls, I'll go to Michael's, and you've got all these options in front of you. I feel like that's my least creative. When you've got just, there's too much. Where do you even start? So for some of us, for some of you perhaps, um, finding that limit, limiting factor, I think, is, is, is good. It's good. So I had plenty of limiting factors to get creative with, which is great. So um, a couple things I wanted to just tell you, oh, as well, for some reason it's not coming up. Shoot. Um, I have a, a Facebook page. Uh, it's called, it's Facebook at dot and box book. Um, and um, for some reason the image isn't there. I don't know why it's not quite loading. Um, and there I am kind of posting the things that I'm doing and working on. And uh, coming up on the, um, on the 7th, actually November 7th, I'll be re re uh, releasing my second book, which is Dot and Box, uh, Build a Bridge. Um, and it's, um, yeah, and so that's something that we're looking forward to. That the, I told the librarian I'm releasing the book. She's like, okay, when's the party? Uh, which is just so fun. And so we're going to do that after school. And if you're in Grand Rapids, you're welcome to, um, to check it out. It should be a lot of fun. I, um, I've got kids that are very, uh, very excited um, about it. So um, I would love to, I, I realize we're a little short on time, but my guess is for the last graduate, not short on time, I'm, I'm coming up a little short here. Um, my guess is you're not going to be upset to get out a little early here. Um, I would love to, I, I don't know what type of questions you may, may have. There's one thing I was just thinking about, too. Um, for, for those who might be interested in writing a book, having a color book was a real, uh, was a limiting factor for me. Uh, printing a color book costs almost twice as much as printing a black and white book. Uh, and there's, I mean, that's true when you print stuff at school too, right? Um, and so one thing I found is that um, uh, with, if, if your book is in such a format that it is in black and white, um, uh, a lot of the things change in terms of how expensive um, so you can sell, you know, for example, if my book were in black and white, I can make just as much money selling it for three or four dollars less, right? So that was something that um, that uh, came to mind. And so for those people who, for example, are writing chapter books or writing things that where there doesn't need to be color content inside, that that can be um, a kind of a freeing thing as well. Uh, down here, tinyurl.com. That's the um, the um, website where you can just take a look at this um, presentation where it's got all the information that I have uh, as well. This is something I'm really excited about, and um, I am, you know, that Facebook page that I had, uh, if I go back here a second, I would love, if you have any questions or things that pop up, there is an awesome community I found online, and this was part of me not working in, as an island, a community of people online, thousands of people who write books on, on Amazon, KDP, and things like that. It's a really long title. There's this KDP group online, and they, they meet, and, uh, you know, I'm going to write a journal. What, what size should my journal be? You know, what, what, you know, random questions. I'm going to write a picture book. How many pages should be in a picture book? There's just tons of information there that's really, really helpful, and this is all very KDP-specific. But at whatever platform you're using, which is, uh, if you type them, there's ones like Lulu. Starterfly's fine to do more and more with it, which is fine. Um, but um, each one of those entities also has a Facebook group uh, with lots of resources uh, available um, to do. So I, I, um, I do, 
Um, I thought, uh, for those of you who wanted to, I could show you what the next, um, for being diehards and saying until the end of the day, I could uh, maybe just read uh, my book and show you what my next book looks like before release. This is a special privilege, but that's what you get for showing up uh, to the last uh, session. But I do want to open it up to any questions. Uh, that you um, that you might have, and one of the things I'll do too is I'll have I have copies of the book uh, up here that you're welcome to just see what a finished product looked like. Look at some of the, the drafts that we have along the way as well. So if you're if you're yeah, any questions? Any questions? Yeah. So when you had that slide up there that um, showed the percentages of your yes, Amazon, could you do both? Yeah. So yes, I do both. Okay. I do both. So, so I have, um, it's so funny, when I was really promoting the book, I was selling, you know, hundreds of books. This was, like, awesome. And then it went down to nothing. Uh, a book here, a book there. But even so, I'm getting a check for $7 in a mailing, so bad either. Um, uh, so I do that, but, like, for example, if I knew I was going to go, so I visited, because I was a visiting author, I went there, and I had a couple friends that were like, you should come to art school. And so I did that, and I basically came for the cost of a sub, and I said, just let me sell books. You know, people want a signed copy of the book. And so, I, because I knew I was going to be going, I, I mean, I ended up buying 50 books and then kind of selling those down, buying 50 more books. And so that, for me, that's nice because, um, yeah, there's a higher percentage there. But then again, I'm carrying the books. I'm, I'm the logistics of getting them. Ideally, if you could just get all the people who want to buy your book in one place, that's the way to do it. But it doesn't always work out that way, right? So that's um, so for me, this is not this is not, um, and, and who knows? You know, ultimately, I'll be honest and say my goal is three books, three books that I'm going to write in this series. Now I've got other ideas for books that I like, but my goal, this is maybe, um, is to write three, and then get ten copies of each and send three to this publisher and say, hey, what do you think? And send this one, and we'll see, we'll see if anything comes of it. Can't um, the publisher do it? What's that? Could another publisher do it? Um, uh, so yeah, so they they do. Let's see. How do I want to say this? I I um I would that would be more. I don't see myself doing this. I have uh, I have other things I'd like to do more than that box. Believe it or not, you get uh, you sleep it after a while. But um I um so I don't know. I mean that's the one of the things. Part of me is I've, I've got ideas that I want to pursue uh, that are totally different from this. But I but you have to. I'm just realizing you have to have like. A, Portfolio, you have to. Sure. So, and, the, and and a lot of them, like I, I went on, just you know, just go ahead and see what are they looking for. They want to know how many books have you sold, how many books have you written, how many Facebook followers do you have, things like this. This is the information they want as part of that. So it's like, well, I'll spend it. My goal was three books, three years. So, and for this, it's been it's been manageable. Yeah. So yes. Um. If you want illustrations beyond shapes, what would you recommend? Yes, that's great. Um, well, it kind of depends on what you're what you're writing. So, like what, for my next book, um, I took all my own images from backgrounds. Right? I realized very quickly that I wanted to have my I wanted it to be all mine. None of this grabbing. I mean, that was it was fine for me to grab royalty free images, and it's all on the up and up. They were free online for use for anybody. But I just, um, yeah, I, I, so I was able to take pictures and that kind of thing. There are tons of things available online. And I actually know a friend who published a book. Um, he's a dentist, and he published a book about oral hygiene and that kind of thing. And he hired, I don't even know what company he worked through, but there are illustrators from around the world where you say, this is what I'm looking for, and they will do the work, and there's just kind of this back and forth, and they get a, I don't know if it's a, a one-time fee or something like that. There are there are plenty of graphic designers out there looking for work, and I know there's websites that will connect people. Uh, I have not used that, um, but that's um, that was more a complicating factor that I was hoping to avoid by, by using these kind of simpler images. So, but I so to me, I don't I can't I can't speak too much to that because I've only done what I've done, um, which is kind of take black and white images and. and Placing these, and some of there are there is some um, some that I've done, you know, in terms of like uh, I don't know if you were to look at the images, it's not just plopping it on; it's you know putting something in front, and there's some some work there, and a lot of it's more just finding the right image and being happy with it. But again, when I look at my first book now, it's like, oh, I would probably instead of doing that, like a cutting picture of Roger, and I probably, uh, but you know, whatever, you make it my own. Um, so I'm sure there are many options out there. For me, I was just trying to do this on the cheap because really, to get to um, published book on Amazon cost me nothing until I sold the book. Right? Does that make sense? So, so a lot of the options I had, it's like it was going to be hundreds of dollars, maybe even thousands of dollars published books, and I just wasn't there. 
Um, those places that cost hundreds of thousands, though, that is where you, you gain some of your own, um, say, like Ingram Spark is one. You're going to need to buy 500 copies, but it's all you. You have your own personal ISBN. Mine belongs to Amazon. So there's limitations here. Um, but I, I, for me, I guess I, do, I don't see myself becoming a full-time author. I just wanted to do it. And so that's, this seemed like the lowest bar. Um, and the easiest place, like I said, people are often shopping on Amazon. And it's amazing. These aren't stored anywhere. They don't have a stack of them at the Amazon warehouse. They just print them and ship them in two days, which is just great. Author copies come a little bit later, but um, yeah, that's been my, my experience. Yeah? Would this be feasible for students? Yeah, like an upper elementary. So, upper, so, so what's hard about this is um, the, the delay. So you're writing a book and you want to, you're going to publish it, you're going to put it online. Okay, we'll wait a few days for that. Okay, now we can look at it and look at it online. You could, I guess, if you were, if you were willing to not ever see a, a finished copy before you put it out online. In fact, I know Grand Rapids Christian High School. Part of the reason I, I jumped into KDB too was I had a, there was a high schooler that I knew that published a book on Amazon. I said, "How did you do that?" Well, she was part of a winter room class that published a children's book on Amazon. Like that was the thing. And uh, it, it, it was not as complicated unless I said the, the tech support was good enough that it, that it worked well. But um, it's, oh man, I'm losing it here. Original question. Uh, what was your question? Yeah, uh, thank you. See? Um, um, uh, yeah, so I, I, it would be feasible for an elementary student to do that and a very committed teacher. And both of them would have to be patient. I just, if for me, I would be, I'd be more likely to say, let's make a Shutterfly book and just wait for those coupon codes to come in, and then we'll buy, you know, you know, Shutterfly runs a sale every, you know, however long. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. There are plenty. I, I published. I had a, a student publish a novel in fifth grade, probably ten years ago. We used something like. Uh, I think Lulu was the one where you upload a PDF. It was a beautiful bound book. They were like $17 to $20 a piece. We got three copies, one for me, one for him, one for the school library. But that was because parents were willing to pay, pay for the three copies, right? So it's, it's tricky. There are platforms out there where you can, um, there's, you know, that you, you're going to make a class book, take one of our templates, okay? And then you have the kids fill it in, and then you scan those templates and send it to the company, and they print you a book. But it's always the quality is. Great for a classroom book, but not anything you would want to sell. Does that make sense? So, yeah, yes. So, the Amazon thing. Let's say like you had a book uh, idea and you wanted to write it, but you didn't want to stick to limitations that Amazon brings, right? Because they're going to. Sounds like there's a lot of limitations to like your career. And the, sure. If you're looking to go long haul yeah, with this, for sure. Yeah. If you, from what you. Thinking back what Robbie said earlier, it'd be a good idea to build your resume, perhaps, like if yeah. you just do something else. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so if I were if I were going to go all in with this, I would probably work with a different company, but it's the company that's going to require that financial upfront that you got to buy your own books. Um, and you retain all the same rights, but now there's now you're having to go to book fairs to sell things. I mean, to me, I just look at it, it just didn't work. But if that's ultimately where you want to go, um, there are options within Amazon. Like, for example, you can buy your own ISBN number. They, they provide one for you, but if you buy your own, you retain some rights for yourself. It's $150. Uh, how many books do I have to sell? Yeah, it's just not worth it for me. So, and ultimately, that I think my, my goal would be that if this is something I were to work with a publisher or something like that, um, I would they would they would be able to kind of help with that or whatever. So we'll see, we'll see. Um, I I don't know. Really, right now, if I just publish these two books, I've lost nothing. I've lost nothing. I mean, it's just it's just a fun thing. My kids have really enjoyed it. My students have really enjoyed it. Um, and so I feel like it was always just a bucket list thing, and I kind of checked it off, and I'm going to just keep checking it until it stops working, and so far it seems to be working. I always say, as long as I can sell more uh, books to strangers than my mother, I am doing great. I am doing great. So, and I am. Thank you very much. Um, so, um, I, um, if you, you are, you are under no obligation to, to stay, I, um, I appreciate you coming, staying as late as you want. I will, um, if you want, I'll have copies of this, uh, of the books up here, if you want to just see what a finished copy looks like. I do have copies of the book uh, for sale upstairs if you're interested. I can't sell them in the room. That's like a big CEA no-no. So, um, but um, yeah, so I will, uh, if you're interested, I can show you what the next one looks like. Um, but again, if you, if you gotta go, that's okay too, no worries. Um, so I, I only have a PDF of it. Um,
Here we go. Um, let's see. Here we go. Um, Actually, I don't want to close everything. Now that I think about it, I'm getting louder. Oh, there's my email. All right. Shield your eyes. All right, no, here we go. Um, here we go. Uh, and I will, that's so funny. Let me go, Heather Windows, is that where you want? We're going to mirror this display here. All right, here we go. They're around here somewhere. And where did I put it? Um, thanks for your patience, everybody. Mm. Yeah, I just make a here. File reset. Reset. So I got to do something. I don't. I only have a PDF of it, so it's gonna. It'll look a little different than what you're gonna see. Um, so I'm gonna do a little sorcery here. I had it all set up, but you guys can see the see behind the curtain and see how I got this. All right. So layout. I do two pages per. And that should get me where I want to be. There we go. All right. Take just a second here. So one of the things, like I said, for this book, I did all of my own images. I also found that with the first book, I lost some of the color that I wanted to, and you'll even see the difference here. Um, and I ended up going to a different color format, which is what, uh, apparently this is a color format if you're using digital, like if you're gonna put it on the website, uh, or on a website, or if you're gonna do it for printing. And you can just see the colors are a little bit more vibrant uh, between here and here. So that was something I learned uh, along the way. Uh, as well. Give it just a second here. Tagline for this one is friends, uh, friends build bridges. So as friends come in all shapes for the other one here. Let's see if we can get it to come up here. You guys are so patient. All right. Um, with this, like I said, I took all of my, my own images. My wife was so good. We, we were walking around in Plaster Creek in Grand Rapids, and she had to fly a kite through a field for me to take a picture, which is just insanity. Uh, so you'll notice the book is dedicated to her. Uh, um, let's see. <laughs> Again, no worries if you got a head over on that. Uh, no judgment on here. <laughs> hey, there it is. All right. So here we go. We'll work our way through it. Uh, that and Box Build a Bridge, written and illustrated by me, and then for my wife, Kimberly Joy. So these are all images taken in Grand Rapids. Um, so here we go. Um, that and Box are the best of friends. One summer day, they walked together into the woods to see where the trail would lead them. Not far into their walk, they met Peek sitting alone and feeling down. Peek invited Dattenbox to join her, hoping that they could give her the lift she'd been waiting for all morning. <laughs> so one at a time, Dattenbox climbed onto the seesaw. Dattenbox were too big to use the seesaw with only Peek on the other end. Being stuck on the ground or in the air was not much fun. Peek couldn't help but feel disappointed. Hoping to cheer her up, Dattenbox asked Pete to join them on their hike through the woods. Seeing no point in staying, she followed along. Soon they came to the banks of a small stream. From Pete's point of view, the water looked scary. As Dattenbox edged closer and closer toward the stream, Pete stayed behind. Afraid and embarrassed, she left Dattenbox and returned to the seesaw, hoping that someone her size might come along. Without knowing Pete, had left Dattenbox, jumped into the water, and swam across. On the other side, they were surprised to find that Peek was gone. Though disappointed to lose their new friend, they continued on. A short walk from the stream, Dattenbox saw a bump sitting alone, hunched under a tree. They noticed a kite was stuck in the branches above. As Dattenbox walked up, Bump grew hopeful. With their help, he might finally be able to fly his kite. And Dat and Box were happy to help. In no time, they found, or they had a plan to rescue Bump's kite. Stacked tall and stretching as high as they could, the three friends found that the kite was still out of reach. 
Losing their balance, they tumbled to the ground. The three of them sat at the base of the tree, wondering what to do next. They were so close. If only they had one more friend to help them. Dot and Box looked at each other and suddenly perked up. Leaving Bump at the base of the tree, they promised to return with help and circled back to the stream. Dot and Box swam across the stream in search of Peek. Finding her, they told her about their new friend, Bump, and his kite in the tree. They asked for her help, but to their surprise, Peek began to cry. She confessed that she couldn't swim. Dot and Box felt awful and apologized for leaving her behind. This involves like building a seesaw, bringing it out in the wood, like some crazy people. My wife is a very good person. Um, looking at the empty seesaw, Box had an idea. With a push and a pull, Box removed the board. Surprised at first, Dot and Peek suddenly realized what Box was thinking. Excited, they worked together to lift the heavy board. Hoisting it off the ground, they carried it down the path and made their way to the stream. Lowering it carefully, they placed the board between the banks. It was the perfect fit. The three friends celebrated as they walked uh, across the bridge, over the stream, and up the trail to Bump, who was still waiting at the base of the tree. He was delighted to see that Dot and Box had brought another friend to help. Dot, Box, Peek, and Bump stacked together. One by one, they boosted each other up uh, the side of the tree. They stretched higher and higher until Peek was at just the right angle to rescue Bump's kite. Bump was overjoyed and thankful for the help of his new friends. To celebrate, Bump, Peek, Dot, and Box followed the breeze to an open field where they enjoyed flying Bump's kite together. When the wind died down, they packed the kite away. Seeing Bump and Peek standing side by side, Cottonbox suddenly realized what their next adventure would be. And leaving the field, the four friends traveled together, uh, down the trail, back to the stream, and over the bridge to give Peek the lift she'd been waiting for all day. Together, they learned that through life's up and downs, caring friends help new possibilities take shape. And building bridges leads to bold new adventures. The end. So there it is. Yeah, um, so a couple things I have to point out in this book just before you go. Um, yeah, so I literally built a seesaw and brought it into the woods. It's just like insanity. But it is what it is. Um, my wife is in the book a couple times. Um, she ran literally on a windless day <laughs> through the field to get a kite in the sky. And um, so she um, actually ended up having, she was actually right here, and I ended up putting some tree over top of her there. So she, she was in the book. And actually, if you look really close on this picture, you can see her with her sunglasses peeking through. She held the, the kite in place. Um, and so, I don't know, her mark is in there, which I just think is really fun. So there it is. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. If you have questions, come on up.